We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a Hollywood acceptance speech. I'm so surprised. I had no idea. I'm not even prepared. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'd like to thank the progressive discounts that got me here. Safe driver, multi-car, paid in full multi-policy. This is just such a big moment. And did I mention that I'm surprised? With all kinds of discounts, progressive helps you save. Oh, 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 and I want to thank my agent and all my discounts agents because we all have the same agent. Don't start the music. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com, the leader in daily fantasy sports. I'm DJ Trainer once again back here on Fridays like I told you I would be hosting from Rotowire HQ with Ken K-Train Kreitz <laughs> calling in from the Green Mountain State. Hello, DJ. My posse's always ready and they're waiting in my zone. Public enemy. And happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday indeed. I'm I'm ready for this weekend. I don't know why. I just want to kick back, watch some basketball. I'm excited about it. Uh, likewise, likewise. And we had a good game last night that I know we'll touch on later. Oh, for, anyway, for uh, sure. the, the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast is now available on iTunes and Stitcher. So please subscribe and review us, beloved reader. 
Anyway, today we're going to touch on recent news. We're going to give a Rotowire expert keeper league update. We're going to, and then dive into DJ's DFS thoughts on Friday's NBA slate of games. Are, are you uh, speaking of? Are you going on NBA TV tonight to talk about your uh, your picks? Uh, I did last night. I made some bold predictions last night, and I cashed in on a couple of them. One, maybe not so much. If you, you know that forever, will, I'll remain silent. But you can usually catch me on there on, on Thursdays. Thursdays. Got it. Got yeah. it. My apologies. Okay. And so anyway, and for myself, it's good to be back. I think I was gone for two, three weeks there at the holidays, uh, mostly because Shannon and DJ's helping us out here. But it's good to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back. Of course, for future shows, I'm going to be here on Fridays, and uh, Shannon and Ken will, will kind of trade off here from here on out. But if you have any specific topics you'd like us to cover, discuss, rant about, send them our way on Twitter. You can find me, at TrainerDJ. I'll have that in the show notes. Roto Shannon, of course, and at Ken Kreitz. Uh, now let's hear from a word, a word from our sponsor before we get into it. Be part of the action all season long at DraftKings.com, the official daily fantasy basketball partner of Rotowire. With Daily Fantasy, you do not need to spend months micromanaging a roster. Play whenever you want and pick a new team every time you play. Challenge your friends in a custom league to prove you're the superior GM or square off against basketball fans from around the country for big prizes. Go to DraftKings.com now and enter promo code Roto Hoops to play for free if you're a new depositor. DraftKings, official partner of RotoWire. That's promo code Roto Hoops at DraftKings.com. Well done there, sir. I'm excited to jump on tonight. I know I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I got a good streak going. I'm on a heater, if you want to call it that. Um, I can't well, wait to dive well. into our picks last night. Who did well for you last night? Um, so on NBA TV last night, I actually said that Marcus Saul was a way better option than Andre Drummond, um, especially because there was a difference in price, and I turned out to be right on that. And, and you know what? When you had Drummond and Cousins at center, a lot of people are going towards those two guys, and they try to fit them in that center slot. And so um, I, I went Gasol. And anytime you can get Marcus Saul as a contrarian play, I'm going to do that every time. And, and it worked out for me well last night. His, uh, he, when he was quote unquote slumping Gasol, that is, that's kind of earlier in the season, right? I mean, he's been, he's getting a little more consistency. It seems like as he goes, the Grizzlies go and the Grizzlies are starting to get more back into it. The uh, Mario Chalmers trade has really helped them out. And so, I mean, he's the heart and soul of their team. And I mean, he's an elite center. I know we're, yeah. we're getting caught up with Drummond, and Cousins has always been good, and he's doing amazing things, but Marcus Saul is one of the five best centers in the NBA. And, you know, you're right about Chalmers. That, you know, when that trade was made, I was kind of cynical. Like, it made sense. The guy desperately needed a new start somewhere, but I had no idea he'd be this productive. Obviously, it helps for him this week that Conley's out, but... Uh, well, yeah, the, surprising production from Chalmers. Yeah, well, he's always lived in the shadow of Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and Chris Boss. I mean, yeah. President Obama made the, made the joke when they went to the White House uh, and now are like, Mario, I promise I won't yell at you or something like that. He was just <laughs> always the redheaded stepchild on that team. He comes to Memphis and it's, wow, this guy has some game. He can drive to the hoop. He can draw some fouls, get to the free throw line. Um, he was more dynamic than we, we thought he was in Miami. And so he's still a backup player point guard behind Mike Conley, but he's a, he's one of the better backup point guards in this league. 
Yeah. And, you know, Obama knows his basketball. We should get him he in does. the keeper league. When he, uh, maybe when he's done with his term. We might have to do that. I know I saw a picture of him the other day um, shooting the ball, of course. He's got nice shots. In his sweatpants. Never in his short. sweatpants, of course. And, and, of course, he's got a lot of space because you can't foul the president. Um, <laughs> but there's an insignia on the basketball of his logo, like his campaign logo, Obama, uh, oh. you know, the red, white, and blue. And yeah. so he has basketballs laying around that are branded with his name, which is just wow. a whole nother level. Well, maybe that's next year's Christmas gift, Rotowire basketballs. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, let's, uh, with that, ease into the news. You've already touched on some of it. Uh, good old, not reliable Derek Rose sat out again last <laughs> night. I shouldn't say again in that it's a streak. It was a one-time sit out recently. Uh, if you're in a season-long league, DJ, does he have any trade value left beyond his big name? I mean, he's shooting a hair under 40%. He's even a hair under five assists a game. You know, does he have a lot of trade value left? You know what's funny is this is a case where his NBA trade value and his fantasy value perfectly align, and that there's one or two organizations or owners or you know fantasy owners out there that are crazy and dumb enough to you know <laughs> hear his name and say, oh, I gotta have him on my team. They're living in the past, but no, he really doesn't. The Bulls are gonna live and die with him as it stands right now. Of course, last night you had Kirk Heinrich come into the game for him, uh, and, and they don't you know Chicago barely ekes out a win by the grace of Jimmy Butler. Uh, but no, I against think if you had yeah, against the Sixers, exactly. Um, they had an amazing <laughs> second half to come from behind win in Philadelphia. But to answer your question directly, no, if you have Derrick Rose right now, you're hoping that he gets a little bit better, but I'm not trading for Derrick Rose. I don't want him. I didn't want him to begin with, and I don't want him now. I will say that I understand the thought that if you were getting him in later rounds, so if you're in a 14 team league and you're getting him in the fifth or sixth round that he is maybe he could have been one of those players that wins you a league that it turns out maybe he's a top 25 player like we knew he could be or he was in the past that didn't turn out this year so if you thought that in the preseason unfortunately you were wrong yeah yeah i mean there are two unless it's the last round of a draft there are two types of players i always avoid like the plague one is injury history and two is bad field goal percentage yeah and we you've, it's a you've got the double dose of problems there with rose and you know who falls uh, in line with that is Dwayne wade is one of those he's working out this oh, season yeah. ricky rubio is another guys so you know those three guys in particular is they're ticking time bombs they can ruin your whole entire year if you decide to draft them it makes more sense if you can get them way later on and take a flyer on them I know it sounds crazy because they're big names, but in terms of fantasy, the ticking time bomb. Well, and speaking of, I would always take a more boring name like Mike Conley out of Memphis, who unfortunately, right. he just missed his fifth game in a row with Achilles issues. He was hoping for a Tuesday return. I played him in, a, in one of my weekly teams thinking he was coming back Tuesday, but he missed Tuesday. He missed last night, and now he's iffy for Saturday. Um I'm not sure really what the news to debate is, but it's kind of a bummer situation. And as you mentioned, Chalmers is really, uh, really taking the opportunity there. Yep. So the moral of the story here is you're using Mario Chalmers and DFS. If you're on DraftKings, you should give him a look. He had a great game last night. I will say Chalmers price is creeping up. Um, I'm not, I don't have it in front of me now, but I think he was in that middle tier uh, $6,000 range on DraftKings. So it's to the point where you kind of have to give it a second thought. Um, but in season long, you're really enjoying the spoils of Mario Chalmers. Mike Conley, 
the weird thing is, I think he's been officially a game time decision for every single one of these games, <laughs> yeah. um, but he's not quite there yet. And so uh, you're never going to drop him. Mike Conley is not droppable under any circumstances unless you're in a four team league or uh, like a six team league or something like and if that. You're in a, if you're in a six team league, you really need more friends. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what you should get out of this Mike Conley injury situation <laughs> is that you need more friends. <laughs> uh, I mean, apparently it's to the I mean, he must be able to jog or something like that for them to have not just rule him out every single night. I don't think yeah. it's gamesmanship. I think that he's he could come back and play. But what's the point if they're humming along just nicely and eking right. out wins against Detroit? Then, well, let's let him rest. And I mean, this is a team that can still make the playoffs and he needs to be healthy for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like Achilles is sort of like hamstrings too. It's one of those classic. Yeah. I don't know, but before the game starts, I've never had uh, an Achilles thing. I just can't even imagine what that would feel like. I, I don't even, I think I, sp- I badly sprained my Achilles, uh, last year at the Rotowire pickup hoops game. It was <laughs> pathetic. I didn't, it was either just old manism or a, a high ankle sprain or an Achilles, but I actually had a limp for like six weeks. My really? kids were just laughing at me. Well, then then I should ask you, so Mike Conley will be out six weeks because Ken Kreitz and Mike Conley have the exact same type body, body type. We do get mistaken for each yeah. other a lot. And I know I, I was at a game where someone yelled K-Train at Conley yeah. uh, with a horn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's never happened to me. You know, we have nothing in common. At all, but, uh, okay, moving on. I know you, now our, uh, your guy, Kobe Bryant, had only eight points last night. Uh, but other decent counting stats in the Warriors' loss. I know from your 120 and NBA TV spots, DJ, you are actually a fan of Kobe for DFS. And I thought, let's give you the floor to explain a little why. Yeah, let me be clear. I'm not a Kobe guy. I was never growing up. I was never a Kobe guy. I'm still not a Kobe guy. And I really chastise him before he announced his retirement. Now I've kind of evolved into the thinking that the Lakers are incredibly genius because they're actually tanking and they have been tanking and they're doing it this year better than they ever have without the stigma of the 76ers tanking. And so, but in terms (laughs) of DFS, this is what I say about Kobe Bryant. Um, In DFS, you don't care about missed shots. So if he goes out there and takes 30 shots and he only hits shooting 35 percent yeah this year. it's okay i mean it doesn't matter in dfs there's no percentages and so in terms of fantasy his price usually stays low because you don't know if he's going to play or not but if you're locked into a game where you know he's going to play and he's in an opposing city where that's his last game he's ever going to play he's showing up and he's showing out for those games in terms of dfs i like him got it got it all right Well, with that, we have uh, another word from our sponsors. Do you need a website? Why not do it yourself with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com is something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, There is no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy, too busy, too busy to worry about your budget, too busy scheduling appointments, too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy, and that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. 
Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The result is stunning. And I actually have, believe it or not, uh, uh, a testimonial. My brother, actually, this is the believe it or not part. My brother, <laughs> who breathes fire and juggles for a living, uh, uses Wix for his own website. Wait, he literally breathes fire and juggles? My brother okay. lives in L.A. He has about a foot-high mohawk. He shaves the side of his head, and he walks on stilts, breathes fire, and juggles for a living. I don't, I'm not sure I've ever shared that with you. I, no. Well, first of all, no. I've never heard that before. <laughs> but just by your own demeanor and your jolly self, I'm not surprised that you have alter egos or your brothers out there doing stuff like that. That, I, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Uh, all right. Thank you. Maybe when we post the pod on an article, I'll see if I can link to his uh, to his site there. But anyway, he's a big Wix fan. Throw that out. And he's a fire breather. So wow. I think if a fire breather can make a Wix site, I don't want to knock fire breathers. But, you, know, <laughs> you don't want to knock your brother either. I'm I don't saying. want to knock my brother either. <laughs> but, you know, it's not a computer-oriented living breathing. No, fire. sure. You know, so, but, yeah, you're right. That sounds horrible. But anyway, use Wix.com. You need to add that to the promo read in the future. If fire breathers can do it, obviously you can too. Yeah, you have a lot of good photography. (laughs) All right, well, uh, that said, uh, uh, let's move on to our Roto-Wire Staff Keeper League update. (laughs) Where, actually, our standings have not changed since the last time you and I did a pod together. I'm still third. You are still eighth, well, but the big news. Well, you get into the big news, sir. Oh, well, I don't know if I want to, man. I will say I, I bumped up to six earlier on, but big news is Ken K-Train Kreitz is making some moves, and I will say he may have acquired um, the best all-around roster that maybe this league has ever seen, and I will say that I helped him in that pursuit. I definitely helped him. So let me just remind you that I took on this team. This is my first year in this Keeper League rule, or this Keeper League, and, um, you know, not the players I want. If somebody's giving up their team it's obviously not a good team so i'm making changes making something to it uh you know i guess i'll just say the the trade straight up and and please no uh no hate mail from my side of things you you, to cut it short you inherited a bad team Mm -hmm. that did not have many future assets you weren't going to win this year so you got to trade your current assets to build for the future and you had two big ones you had boogie cousins and you had kevin durant and they were at okay salaries but not at like affordable salaries you could build off of. Correct. And now that that trade is done, Ken, um, since it's over with, <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't going to keep those two players at that salary because it's only a hundred. It's only a hundred and sixty um, salary cap league. It's not two hundred. And so, you know, people yeah. chastise me for getting rid of those two players for Will Barton, Middleton, and T.J. Warren, and another pick. And I also threw De- Demar Derozan in that deal. But I want to start from scratch as, as scratch as I could, and I wasn't going to keep them anyway. And so, for me, getting a deal done, period made a lot more sense than than yeah. getting nothing out of it whatsoever so um, you have a process not the process but you have the dj process let's call it yeah and let's just say my salary cap right now is is at like 35 for all oh, the players a, you're going to be a monster in the auction right and, and so i'm, gonna... I'm in a different situation i am i've been in a top three most of the year so i'm all in you know your chance to win this league you get small little windows and when that window is open you can't pussyfoot around. You have to be all in. And I started by dealing Wisconsin graduate Frank the Tank Kaminsky for the Polish Hammer, 
I just like yelling Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Marcin Gortat, a small move, but clearly a future asset dumped for an old C-level contract is the end of his contract. Um, Gortat, but he's starting every day, started the season slow, but, you know, a potential double-double every night. That was move number one. Move number two, though, you actually said looking to move Durant and Cousins. You put that on the board. Right. And because you're in the home office there, I thought you'd be talking to league members, you know, every day about it. So I thought I'm working from home out east here in Vermont. I have to pounce. So like a cat, I pounced and sent you offers. You very nicely responded quickly, which I believe is always appreciated. No matter what league you're in, proper etiquette is to respond promptly, even a deal you hate, sure. which you did. Kudos, sir. And, yeah, we hammered it out. And then, uh, so, yeah, I got Cousins, DeRozan. DeRozan, I'm actually going to have to pay his contract next year. So that Right, was sort you're of- locked into that contract. And let me yeah. just say, one of the reasons why I gave up DeRozan or, is that, He's a sh- and for you, Ken, it's going to work out for you because this is a rotisserie yeah, league, I should now. say. Um, he, he's doing great things, but for me, I have to have a shooting guard that shoots threes, and he doesn't do that. And so and so that hurts you yeah. unless you can find it somewhere else if you have a Kevin Love on your team to offset that. But having a shooting guard that doesn't shoot threes is, is, is not my style, I should say. It's not, well, it's, no, it's bad. It's a bad move. And you got Middleton in the deal, who's a great, you know, a great three-point shooter. The only outside shooter the Bucks have. Right. You know, so he's a lock. And Barden hitting good threes, frankly, for a small forward. And, yeah, so, no, I, in fact, I dumped DeRozan for that very reason a couple of years ago for Patrick Beverly because I was anxious for steals and assists. Now, that didn't quite work out either, but... You're right. DeRozan's lack of threes from a shooting guard is very frustrating. Yeah, um, and I will say that I'm, I'm, I, I won't say that I'm gung ho about Middleton, Warren, and Barton necessarily, especially with Gallinari back in the lineup. It looks like Barton is still going to come off the bench. I'm more attracted to their contracts, and that I'll have them for uh, all three of those players together. I think for 11 bucks over the next three years at least, and so I'm, I'm attracted to that more than any of oh, one of those two players in, or those three players in yeah. particular. It just made sense. I'm looking to start from scratch. I'm not going to win, so so I'm not going to twiddle my thumbs here and do nothing whatsoever. Uh, you're happy. I'm happy. That's how trade should work out. Exactly. By two gentlemen willing to negotiate open communication. And I will say, I do get your first-round pick, too. And you get my first-round pick yeah. in the reserve, which which always turns out that's where you get your values, guys, your cheap guys that are overlooked. Um, and, you know, some people crabbing. We got some crabby members in our league. A lot of griping about the deal as if they don't have the ability to make trade offers. I don't know. Where are these people? Right. I agree. I mean, the the trade block was up for a while. Uh, You made another deal, Ken. Like that wasn't the only deal you made. You you made another big deal. If you want to talk about that one as well. Fell into my lap from our last place team. The Clippers for real uh, offered me LeBron James for um, green uh, green of the heat. And, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm completely – I have to go to the league Danilo Gallinari. Oh, the Rooster. The Rooster. The one rooster. of my favorites, right. The Rooster, mostly because the Rooster's cheap, though he's only got one more year on his deal, and Green is cheap. But who knows if he'll be consistent or not to the Heat as their sixth man. So let me but just – That just fell into my lap. And yeah. I just said – I just – I literally – it showed up in the morning. I, I thought – my first thought was, oh, LeBron tore his ACL. <laughs> you know, I like, went and checked, like, no, he's perfectly healthy. Okay, click accept. And then, of course, the same people whine to that guy about, but he's he's in last place, the Clippers for real. 
he's not LeBron and his big salary aren't doing him any good. So he got the rooster uh, and green cheap assets with upside for next year. Yeah. It, it's funny how, how this league in particular is, is pretty indicative of the real NBA itself. If you're not going to make it, you know, you, you might as well just think about next year and move on, trade the best asset you have. And, and, and people like you are completely willing to do that. And so when you see people in the NBA acquiring like a Brandon Jennings, who his deal will expire at the end of the year, somebody's going to acquire him and, and that'll be worth it to them just to have that asset. Cause they're pushing for the championship. And you may say it makes no sense to have them for three months, but being in this league, it's very clear that someone like you can, you're going for it. Like it means a lot to you. Let me just read the players that you have. I'm not going to read them all, but it's astonishing how good this roster is. DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin Durant, Rudy Gay, LeBron James, Marcus All, DeAndre Jordan, the Polish Hammer. And and we got some other players sprinkled in yeah. there that that should be yeah. having better Monte years Ellis. like Monte Ellis, Ellis. Kyle yeah. Korver, Gorgie yeah. Dang is an up-and-comer, Andre Iguodala. So I I I've, I've only been in this league this year obviously, but I have to imagine this is the best roster that this league has ever seen. Well, Shannon, who won it all last year, he also had a super roster because he went all in. And really, I'm following his model here. Uh, um, but yeah, well, if I don't win with this roster, I'm just never going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to agree with you because you're right. I mean, you can't you can't acquire that talent. That's just not going to happen again. A real team that had Durant and King James on the wings, like right for a point guard. Your eyes are just popping out of your head. Like, really? I can deal the ball here either to Durant. James or oh, I'll just I'll just dump it inside to uh, to Boogie Cousins. Yeah, oh, you, I, you would you I would could be point guard on that team. Gasol, DeAndre Jordan, Gortat would be coming off the bench behind Boogie Cousins on this team, which is insane. Right. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, the great thing about Fridays is we're always going to update that uh, of this league, and I undoubtedly think we're going to be talking about Ken winning a championship this year. So that'll be fun to follow along, and I love your enthusiasm about it. Maybe I just wanted to hear that that enthusiastic voice in the train whistle when I when I accepted that trade. I don't know. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fun and following of either will be watching my march to victory or it'll be such an epic fail that it'll also be fun to mock my horrible luck. So I agree. we'll see that. But with I'm... that in mind, let's help our beloved listeners win some cash tonight, sir. Because I know, as our, one of our DFS experts, DJ, you've got some fantastic picks for tonight. So let's get right into your Friday night DraftKings suggestions, starting at the point guard. Yeah, uh, big slate tonight. Uh, we're, we definitely have a healthy slate, so there's lots of good middle price options that have breakout potential. Uh, no matter where I'm in, no matter where I'm at, if I'm on this podcast, 120 Sports, NBA TV, can everything every time I always say this. On a slate that's this that's this big, you need to stuff your lineup with as many of those middle tier price players as you can that can break out for those forty DraftKings performances. So what I'm talking about is that six thousand and that seven thousand dollar range of players that have done it in the past and will do it in the future, and you need to hope that you hit on the majority of those on this particular night. So starting at point guard, Isaiah Thomas at seventy nine hundred dollars. He's going up against Phoenix. You got it. Revenge factor is a real thing in the NBA. Isaiah Thomas only spent a limited time in Phoenix. He's moved on to Boston where now he could be an all-star um, $7,900. I'm, 
I don't want to say Isaiah Thomas is matchup proof, but he's not. But it, I, I mean, he's very—he's he's their lead scorer. I can he's tell their you lead. How. Yeah, he's their lead scorer on a team that has no scores. So he's going to get enough touches every single night. And against this Phoenix team, who is actually one of the worst in guarding point guards, you like it even that much more. Um, you being a Boston fan, Ken, um, you've been able to witness Isaiah Thomas in person. And do you think he's your point guard of the future, though? That, that's one question well, that everyone says no about, and that's why he's been tossed around so much. Well, you know, first of all, Brad Stevens knows how to use guys that are, you know, have one skill set and really lack others. And I right. think, I think, you know, you see a lot of those smarts when uh, Stevens smarts, that is when they were bringing him off the bench for so long, because really he was an amazing microwave on a team that needed scores, you know, mm-hmm. and Obviously, the Celtics are waiting for the big deal. Uh, there may not be one to be had this free agent, but with all those picks and all those kind of mid-level role players they've got that have upside, uh, they're still sitting on making that possible deal. And frankly, what Thomas's role in the future will be is all about that future deal and what the needs are of whoever that team is willing to trade a superstar. You know, I do get a little worried when it was clear a couple of years ago in Sacramento that Boogie Cousins and Isaiah Thomas did not seem to enjoy playing together. Specifically, I thought Boogie made some discouraging remarks. He didn't quite like having a shoot first point guard, which Thomas is. So, uh, you know, frankly, whoever plays that point guard role will probably be dictated by whoever their future star wants at the point guard. Uh, and we'll see. And, uh, you know, Smart and Bradley are not shoot-first guys. So I could see a scenario where you get a Cousins-type player who wants a lot of shots, and they say, Thomas, you're still our, 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 our bi- a big scorer here, but you're coming off the bench. I could see that happen. So we'll see. We'll see. But it's just all about that future right. possible trade and then how the rest of the pieces fit. And Thomas is a piece. He's not going to – he's their default star now. That's why he's a great DFS play, and I like the recommendation. But uh, he won't be their future star whenever they make that quote-unquote big trade. Yeah, I think the funny thing about Boston, sorry I, I derailed our DFS talk. We'll jump back into it. The funny thing about Boston is it's a, it's a team that's trending upward, but in three years after all these picks have manifested either by actually using the Nets picks or trading them, I think that the roster they have now could be completely different to the point where they only have one or two guys left. Maybe Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder left on this squad, but it's still a team that's trending upward and all that credit goes to Brad Stevens. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out um, because you, you, you said it perfectly that it's a team of, uh, of average players that really come together under Brad Stevens and, and perform better than, than they probably should. Um, but we can move it on to shooting guard. If you, if you let's like go to shooting to. guard, sir. Yes. You, you, you I mean, you've recommended this player before, so, but uh, hop into it again, sir. Well, you know why I do it is because his price tag middles around that $6,000 range, but he has that breakout potential. That's always what I'm looking for. So Andrew Wiggins at $6,500 is going up against Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, the Thunder are pretty good defense, but they get in shootouts too. Sometimes they like to just jack up the ball entirely. And I, I, I don't know, I just, I can't stress enough that you can pay up 
uh, for a Jimmy Butler or a James Harden who you know is going to get you 40 DraftKings points. But there are so many guys that you can save money on that are going to do that every other night or every third night. And one of these nights you're going to hit big if you stick with this strategy. And so um, Andrew Wiggins, he's I mean, he's cheaper than Brad Beal, who's not even really playing, or he's mm-hmm. playing now. Chris Middleton. Well, not Dwayne quite Wade. healthy. Yeah. Beal's still a little risk with that. He's gradually returning from his injury. Yeah, so I mean, Beal, Middleton, Wade, McCollum, they're all higher priced than Wiggins, but you know what? Wiggins can outscore them tonight, and he'll, he's outscored them in the future. He'll, out, he'll outscore them in the, in the, or in the past, or in the past in the future, too. So um, those are the type of people I look at, and, and Wiggins fits in perfectly with that thinking tonight at shooting I, guard. I believe yours is the don't put all your eggs in one basket strategy. You want exactly. outside of your position. Exactly. All right, sir. Well, uh, very good. And then let's move. We were just talking about this player earlier. Let's move on. I believe you are a fan of the rooster at small forward. Oh, I am. $7,200. 27th, if you're looking at the DraftKings ranking, um, is what Miami is. Now, Miami, again, is one of those those great defensive teams. But Luol Deng is someone who's going to be facing Gallinari. Gerald Green is somebody who's going to be stuck on him. And Gallinari has a massive advantage um, over those guys. He's averaging 33 fantasy points. And so um, in my roster, he's going to be lined up right there. Um, I mean, all you got to do is go look at the game logs. He has massive breakout games, not consistently, but I'm looking 39, 38, 43, 35 over his last four. So you're getting reliability without breakout possibility as well. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and I'm pay a little contrarian. We were already talking about this player earlier, but uh, I'm, I am a Jay Crowder bandwagon hopper, sir. Oh, and- I- Oh, go ahead. Oh, definitely. I think he's somebody that you insulate your lineups with. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Well, that's he, our terrible nickname, the insulator. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'll like that. He no. is so... But 6,400 is, is a nice bargain. A poor defense of Phoenix tonight. Anyway, if you maybe want to go for one of those more expensive guys in another position, Crowder is an excellent fill-in, especially tonight. Yeah, most definitely. He's, you know, he he fits within a perfect box. Twenty-five to thirty-five draftings points. It's no, you know, what you're going to get from him every single night. I will say no more, no less from him. Yeah, over twenty points last two games. Eighteen points the last five. Uh, he's hit uh, over two threes per game. Uh, and uh, the, sh- the shot attempts are increasing. Took 15 uh, in the win over the Pacers. So, uh, all right, that's enough Crowder love. Let's move on to your power forward <laughs> pick, sir. Yeah, Kevin Love, $7,100. Last night, it was it was the LeBron show. It was the Kyrie Irving show, and Love just somewhat played a backseat tonight going up against Houston. I think he moves more into the forefront of the action because he's going to have a mismatch. If Clint Capella is on the floor, that's who needs to be guarding Kevin Love, and Capella can't race around the court with Kevin Love. Um, Terrence Jones seems more suited to do that. Um, Again, breakout potential, good price. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm broken record about this, Ken, in the same price tag. Um, yeah. Dirk, Dirk is always a good option at $6,300. He's a, a good price relief um, as well. Miritich has done some nice things in that category. Sergi Baca has been maybe one of the more disappointing fantasy players, um, more valuable in season long because of blocks. But for DFS, he just really hasn't hung in there because Durant and Westbrook have remained somewhat healthy in their ball hogs. Well, I think, I think Cantor's also eating into his shots and right too uh um back to kevin love though uh i like the dfs solution not crazy about the haircut 
I, I, I prefer the shorter hair cropped uh, Kevin Love. You know what? After he did the ESPN body issue, he's just a carefree man, and I think he, that's the hairstyle he likes, and he doesn't care. Once you show <laughs> your body in front of, of the world. This is full analysis our <laughs> listeners. Baggy, that's why they hit that subscribe button. Oh, yeah, Kevin Love and that body issue. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, back to DFS, and Kevin Love is your power forward suggestion for the night. We've already talked about this gentleman at center, but uh, go get into your $6,900 man at center, sir. Al Horford, $6,900 going up against Milwaukee. It hurts me a little bit to say this. I grew up a Bucks fan, but Milwaukee is the worst rebounding team in the league, and it's... Even with Greg Monroe, which is I still am against that signing. Shannon and I argue this, but go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, and it's funny that he has a three-year deal, and it's not a bad deal whatsoever, but there's a lot of talk about that the Bucks need to get rid of Monroe. Last year, they were one of the best defensive teams in the league. This year, they're one of the worst, and so what plotting. has changed? Yeah, plotting. It's, yeah, it's He's plotting. Yeah. You know, if it's 1979, and you're worried about Wes Unsell <laughs> and, the, and the Washington Bullets, yes, trade for or sign for Greg Monroe, but... It's not. It's 2016. The Warriors are winning by running and shooting at an amazing pace. You don't go get a taller Wes Unsell than Greg Monroe. And at least Wes Unsell would, would just also scare the hell out of people. I don't think anyone's scared of Greg Monroe. Um, no, you're right. And, There's and I, to me, their biggest weakest wasn't inside scoring. I'm perfectly happy with John Henson getting garbage points and playing great defense. It was terrible outside shooting. Parker can't shoot. Williams can't shoot. Middleton's the only real shooter in that lineup. And I feel like in today's NBA, you need at least two decent outside shooters. Ken, I heard your phone go off in the background. I think Monroe is already hitting you up on the text line there. <laughs> he is. He's sending me, yeah, he's sending me fade here uh, via Twitter because I know you know what a follower <laughs> of the podcast. Greg right. Monroe. Yeah. And and also, Greg Monroe, also terrible, terrible trade I made in our keeper league thinking Monroe in a contract year would have a big season with Detroit. And I dealt Jimmy Butler. To oh, ouch. Game. So maybe worst ever trade in the keeper league history. And the sad thing is people were congratulated because the bulls had just signed Paul Gasol. And I thought, Oh, Butler's shots are going to have to go down. Sure. Of course, completely horrible call. Horrible, horrible. Well, I, w I mean, to your defense, Butler Butler did nothing his first two years in the league. And so he's one of the rare cases where he quadrupled and tripled his production across the board overnight. So um, that's a rough one, though. That, that's one that will keep you up at night. But Al Horford, $6,900. Looking back at his last few games, at $6,900, um, oops, I'll, I'll, I'm having some yes. technical difficulties, but I'll pull it up here eventually. Uh, let's see what he had over his last four. Um, 66, 46, and 43. Now, he had a major stinker against Charlotte, but he just got to toss it out the window. That was in a regular game. Um, that was a game where where the Hawks were down pretty quick uh, and and pretty bad. Um, but sixty six, forty six, and forty three for someone who's priced sixty nine hundred dollars, you have to be looking there. There's lots of good options at center. I think the center crop this year for DFS has been has been hard to pick from. Efficient play from Harford. Efficient play. Well, thank you, DJ, for your. Uh DFS advice. Are you on 120 today? No, Nick Whalen, uh, Rotowire's own Nick Whalen, handles all the Friday stuff in general. Okay. So he'll be your on 120 later media. on. Your next big media, outside, of course, of this fantastic podcast, your next big media work will be? Uh, besides the Tuesday and Wednesday podcast with Josh Hayes and Nick Whalen, it, uh, 120 on Thursday and NBA TV on Thursday as well. 
All right. And the 120 airs just after lunchtime. And the NBA TV fantasy tip-off show is at 6.30, usually on Tuesdays. So check your listings because they adjust for games. Yeah, and I will say that I always tweet out all my appearances. So if you really do like me, which will take me by surprise, uh, follow me on Twitter, and I always tweet that stuff out. At trainer with an O-R. Yes. At trainer DJ. And it will be in the show notes as well. That's right. Uh, Along with yours. Yes. If you'd like pictures of old men. (laughs) Well, you're going Uh, down to Dallas this weekend. Did you want to touch on that? Oh, well, hey, if you're going to be at the FSTA meeting in Dallas, by all means, stop by. Uh, There'll be a gaggle of Rotowire guys down there. Uh, Our president and founder, Peter Shanky, is also chairman of the FSTA board, so he'll certainly be on on stage. But uh, by all means, stop by and chat with the Rotowire folks uh, at the FSTA conference in Dallas. Uh, beloved pod listeners, do you subscribe to rotowire.com? If you like our podcast, you'll love our website. Try it for free for 10 days at rotowire.com slash pod. Okay, well, I think then it's time uh, to ease into our closing. Thanks for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com. DJ, do you have any closing thoughts? No, uh, safe travels to you. I'll, I'll keep a, I'll keep a watch on the office here for you guys while you're gone. Fantastic. Thank you for doing that. So let's close with words from the oh-so-wise and stable former Detroit Piston Chicago Bull, Dennis Rodman, who, believe it or not, way back in the day said, Shaq is not the man. He's the man because the NBA wants him to be the man. But before you can be the man, you've got to be the man. Adios, amigos. DJ and K-Train are leaving the station. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.